Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. And I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. And this is Jordan, Jesse, go! This week on Jordan Jesse Go, we're joined by Dave Willis and Dana Snyder of Aqua Teen Hunger Force to talk about all kinds of cool stuff, not least of which is the desert east of Los Angeles. Let's go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Very special guests joining us this morning. Mm-hmm. It's it and it is the morning. Uh on a weekday no less. Sure. Uh somebody's playing hooky from work. Uh, somebody else over here doesn't really have a job. Sure. Um, a beautiful gray day in Los Angeles. We got a cup of tea over here. Uh, our guest, a cup of tea. <laughs> our very special guest we alluded to. Earl Gray. Sure. Um, Hello, gentlemen. Our, our guests... Do you have uh, any ointments? <laughs> our guests uh, visiting us from... That's on my uh, SNL edition tape, by the way. <laughs> so, one if day, Lauren Michaels is listening and you liked that... One day people will be able to watch this podcast on your uh, SNL Best of DVD. Sure. Um, Easter uh, egg. Joining us, Easter egg. Joining us from the uh, great city of Atlanta... Uh, popularly known, of course, as Hotlanta. If you ask like Jamie Foxx, he'll tell you. Um, two of uh, one of the creators and one of the stars of one of television's most popular programs. Yes. <laughs> Aqua Teen Hunger Force, uh, Dave Willis and Dana Snyder. Welcome, gentlemen. Uh, thank you. How's Correction. It going? I'm not from Atlanta. Uh, yeah, that's, I, as soon as I said that, I uh-huh. thought maybe Dave lives in Atlanta and Dana doesn't. You got all wound up on that Earl Grey thing and then yeah. forgot to fact check a little bit. <laughs> the so, thing is, you know, when things start to slow down, I think we'll all we'll just get right. a visit from Earl Grey. Yeah. And when yeah. the Earl Grey and the Twining sisters. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, get is things it, back on track. If yeah. you're on what I call a comic run, as golden as that Earl Grey stuff was, it's easy to lose track of things like what it cities your guests by. are from. <laughs> yeah. Um, welcome, guys. You guys are here because you are uh, uh, you're on tour with some kind of Aqua Teen Hunger Force live experience. That's correct. Does this involve puppetry? Experience is a good word. Yeah, uh, it's a very more fitting than a lot of what other people have called it. Because yeah, that's it, <laughs> what we should have included in the title: experience, yeah. adult swim live be, experience. Yeah. Because that encompasses both sort of theatrical performance and also character-based bongs, which, that's as right. I understand, is is are that's both right. a key part of this. They can be. They at times. they will be. They will be now <laughs> when I. When I post them up on eBay, uh, no, no, they they were actually incredible. More from that than yes, so, than we so, did from the tour. So, so while uh, so you guys have been touring, and uh, as we understand it, you guys were presented uh, some industrious stoners Very made some Aqua Teen Hunger Force. These guys look like they climbed out of the woods, <laughs> and it was the first time that like. It did. It was a five-hour drive. They had walked on a sidewalk in maybe five or ten years, if maybe ever. Sure. Yeah, they drove five hours for somewhere in Oregon. They were great guys, and they, well, the they provided the security us, guy they, came. They, he yeah. said, oh, "I got you guys should come out here and see this. I can't let these guys bring this stuff in, but 
You guys should come out and look at it. But it's pretty it. fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> then we walked out and these two like bearish, crazy looking guys. I would. Like, you know what? I I think I saw the bongs and I think I gave, I I think I gave the guy a hug. <laughs> I think she like, gave him a hug. I was like, yeah. what a, I mean, they they took months of work. They clearly took some time. Well, to are make. they glass? There was this blown blown glass. glass. Wow, yeah, blown glass, blown glass. And I feel like we we have a, a a relatively high level of experience with this, having lived five years of our lives in Santa Cruz, California. Oh, there you go. Blown glass is such an amazing intersection of the kind of uh, of the stoner and the industriousness. Sure, like you really. Like outside of bugles or something, it's difficult to get a stoner motivated to do much yeah. of anything. Yeah, <laughs> and, but for some reason, they their commitment to sophistication in blown glass. Yeah, it's it's their one the one thing. And they start. What's amazing is, I mean, obviously, I mean, their primary interest is bongs. There's yeah. no doubt about that. But. I know that we we knew guys who were who were stoner dudes who got interested in glass blowing because of their interest in bombs. Yeah. <laughs> Saying why am I why should I buy this pipe for fifty dollars when I could be like my my buddy Frank and make them I could buy some rods of glass yeah and a torch whole and a rod of glass them. only costs forty five dollars yeah that costs like forty bucks and then I got ten more bucks for weed. Yeah, got uh, a dime bag. So, out so of it. it again. I I want to hear a description of these. Bo- these are shaped like the Aqua Teen Hunger Force cast. Yeah. Uh, where do you put the weed in them, and then where do you smoke out of them? I guess is is what I'm curious about. The shake one is easy because you smoke out of the straw, and on the top of the lid there is a bowl that is made out of meat wad. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he goes in there. The Frylock one is I'm, by far. I'm looking at the Frylock one. The now. most incredible one. And it's uh, yeah, separate s- pieces of glass. One little, and they both come out for cleaning or something. I don't know what. <laughs> oh yeah, but the 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 side that has the bowl in it is literally just a bunch Holy of different frosted. My God. Uh, that form the bowl, and then the other side, he has one fry that comes out like he sometimes does when he needs to grab something. And then <laughs> and then <laughs> the straw. And the nose is the carb. <laughs> And the, it also has the, a uh, glowing part on the back. Yeah, it's it got a, ma- a light up jewel at the back. Like he screw if you screw it in tight enough, it lights up and sh- and it's like one of those little. Does like he those... have a light up part uh, on the back of him in the television program? Yes, he yes, does? He, does. he does. It doesn't now. light. It doesn't light up. It's he a does, gem, but now, now he does. Yes, he will now. That's right. He, uh, the yeah. the thing is, yes. Great. Are you going to make any changes to the characters based on these? <laughs> I think we have to. Yeah. Well, he did threaten to. Sue us because we did a show based on his bongs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have had these bongs for years, and now there's a yeah. show based on this. <laughs> I had submitted. You didn't these even get the voices right, to Cartoon man. Network. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My agent sent them receipt confirmation <laughs> to well, Cartoon Network. My agent slash Buddy Steve. Yeah. <laughs> well, what was really weird too is then the Meatwad one, and I put that one in my mouth. I was like, "How does this one work?" He's like, "Oh no, that's just a." That's LSD. That's just a little thing. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's just been dipped in LSD. Yeah, I'd go a little easier on now that. Now you're going to visit the devil. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but I, I sincerely... Okay, so bongs aside, I sincerely am interested in... Because I got the press release for this thing, but you guys just got here to Los Angeles. I haven't seen this operation. What actually happens in this uh, live experience? 
many exciting things. We got puppets. <laughs> we sing some songs. Uh-huh. I don't want to uh, say puppets too much, though, because I think that terrifies <laughs> a lot of people. <laughs> Wait, yeah. I want to say that that's just... only a small element of our well, show. but Well, but all it... of it's a small element, really. But well, people, like are probably, with... people are probably pretty freaked out because the last time they saw puppets was Avenue Q, and it was so politically oh, yeah. incorrect yeah. and outrageous. It was outrageous. <laughs> it was wild and outrageous. Those puppets went there. Yeah. They, they uh, were so terrified, all they could do was laugh. Sure. <laughs> uh, so that, that probably freaks people out. So those are, there's, there's puppetry. There's song, song story. Songs. Uh, songstery. There's uh, clips and got stuff, clips. stuff that we stuff haven't that shown, <laughs> stuff, stuff I, that won't ever be shown. So, I, so there's, so there. I, I like the idea that there's Aqua Teen Hunger Force material that won't be shown. Wh- wh- why will it not be shown? Because uh, lack of interest from the network. <laughs> yeah, mostly that and. I mean, because it is generally, I would characterize the show as a button-down show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. I mean, it's the kind. It's the kind of show that uh, if you were going to use words to describe it, it would be, you know, tight as a drum. Um, classic, like classic, absolutely benchmark, um, uh, timeless, Cadillac. Not the craziest thing I've ever seen yeah. in my life. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> can can you give actually give an example? I don't know if you, you want to. This is something that that is is spoiler material, but Look, I, I we don't want to spoil about, this thing. No, no. But I, I kind of want to hear about what what is something that wouldn't make it to air. Uh, oh, I've done I'm done plenty of things over the past ten <laughs> years that would never make it to air. You've made a side <laughs> career out of a whole side that... career out of things that you can't make a career out of. So uh, yeah. I, I'd like to point out that when they said that the that clips were involved in the show, I assumed, I sincerely assumed in my head that they were talking about the hip hop group Clips, uh, Malice and Pusha T. <laughs> I thought you were talking about that chip would clips. make that would make the show oh, better. I... Do you know them? Yeah, could you get them? I, to come? We can give them a call. I mean, I know Pharrell, so he, and he of course produces many of their records. So we'll just we'll just get Pharrell on the phone, see if he can hook us up with them. Can we do it right now? Like in the next, you know, I don't know, eight hours. Oh, <laughs> yeah. four. Yeah, really. <laughs> sort of a time crunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we need them before Soundcheck. I mean, they got to learn the dances. Yeah, so. <laughs> and the girl, the dancing girls need to get used to where they're going to be yeah, for yeah. the big opening number, have the opening collision. production number. I, I love it when people just like take the press, uh, the, the press thing, and they they just basically basically copy it in the newspaper. So it appears that we're going to be reading live from scripts, <laughs> which sounds just wonderful and exciting. Yeah. We don't do it later at scripts. the at the Barnes and Noble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, am I mistaken in thinking that somehow the Family Guy has built a small cottage industry around reading live from their scripts? You know, I I saw one of oh. those shows. I saw one of those Family yeah, Guy shows. Uh, you know, it was pretty good. I I've I've, I've recently I I have a complicated relationship with Family Guy, and I've recently kind of made my peace with it and just kind of decided to enjoy it. Uh, that's a that's a bold thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't. I you don't. have a complicated relationship with a television show. I do. Yes. Okay. Uh, we fucked a little bit, uh, <laughs> but you know, that the thing was they were know. working together at Fox. Yeah. So. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I saw the live show, and and yeah, it was kind of everybody uh, up there with a music stand in front of them, and they would read. You know, uh, re- they read an episode of show that wa- the show that was too hot for TV. 
Ooh. Um, <laughs> watch out. Yeah. And um and a kind of in between uh Seth MacFarlane uh sang songs with a variety of special guests. Um and yeah, it was it was really, really fun. It was definitely uh the the songs were the part that seemed to have the effort put into it and not right. the reading, but it was very funny, cool to watch everybody do the voices. Did uh, it involve yeah. all the people who make the family guy? Uh yeah, yeah. Aren't there famous people involved in making the family uh, guy? Seth Green was there, Mila Kunis was not. Uh who, you know who filled in for her was Julia Sweeney. Wow. I'm sorry. <laughs> very bizarre. <laughs> bizarre Julia choice. Julia Sweeney? Yes. Julia Sweeney? Julia, one woman show Sweeney. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Who's still cranking those out? Julia and God said ha Sweeney. Yeah. And now there's a new one she's doing. Sure. For, for some reason. You, you, you're pretty up on the career of Julia Sweeney. Yeah. You know, I, I am distressing. I have not made up with her. <laughs> you guys have a complicated, <laughs> complicated relationship. relationship. Uh, <laughs> you actually slept with It's Pat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, it was Julia- late at the Penn Station. <laughs> it's cool that uh, Ween were in the It's Pat movie. <laughs> they were. were yeah, they? They, were yeah. they really? Yeah, yeah. Pat uh, Pat plays tuba with them. Wow. He goodness. they lower Pat on stage with like uh. a harness, and he's like, "I'm jamming with Ween." You know, what <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you gotta think. when you're Julia Sweetie in that moment, and they're leaning, they're lowering you on a stage on a movie that you're making out of a character you probably meet, like halfway. <laughs> yeah, you're holding a tuba, and that's your line. I'm playing with Ween. <laughs> I'm jamming. Are with you Ween. just like I? I just hope this cable snaps, and it's all <laughs> over. <laughs> The money was nice for a while, but this is... I, I went to college with a guy who, um, I don't think you knew him, Jordan. Bang the Sween? He had been, no. <laughs> he, was a, he, was a, he had been a child actor, and his, he had two big credits in his child acting career. He was on a Nickelodeon show called The Secret World of Alex Mack. Okay. He was like a minor character on this Nickelodeon show. But his big non-kitty like kiddie thing credit was he had played Young Pat. In its pad. <laughs> I think that's really like the single saddest credit you can have. It may even be sadder than playing Pat in that movie. I don't know. I'd rather be like, yeah, I'd, you're in the Pat movie? Yeah, but I just played Young Pat. Fair I, enough. I have nothing. I feel like I have nothing against Julia Sweeney. Like, I really have no position at all on Julia Sweeney. She's been quite good on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me lately. I that's oh, yeah. that's the thing about Julia Sweeney. For some reason, Julia Sweeney has become the official comedian of public radio. Yeah. So, given my public radio career, um, she like like at one point there was this big contest to find new public radio talent that was sponsored by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting and involved giving away like two hundred thousand dollars. That's when they got, uh, when they got Jesse Camp, right? Yeah, exactly. And um, uh, Julia Sweeney was one of the people who made a pilot. Her, hers was about uh, religion. Hmm. It was a show about religion hosted by Julia Sweeney. And I don't like the thing. The thing is, is like if you spend. <laughs> If you spend any time like talking to public radio people, the qualities that they have are they're they're by and large quite intelligent. They're yep. by and large uh, very uh, uh, very nice, uh, good people, like a lot of heart there, uh, and by and large just spectacularly completely humorless. And yes, um, and but they're not. That's why Prairie Home Companion has been on for like twenty five years. <laughs> yes, exactly. And it's not. And that's the thing. Like, it's not that they disapprove of humor. 
No. They just, just they don't, just know, don't what know what it, it is. is. Yeah, right, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they think it's an important thing. <laughs> right. They understand that humor yeah. and, and again, <laughs> I think <laughs> that's, yeah. They're singing a song about a biscuit, they value about a biscuit company <laughs> that doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love those false biscuits. <laughs> yeah. The duct tape council, what? <laughs> These guys are crazy. You got to see them. I tell you, they're crazy. And so they'll <laughs> sing songs. They'll grab on to a Julia Sweeney, who I frankly, I sincerely do not know whether Julia Sweeney is funny or not. I'm not I don't listen regularly to Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. I know she's done some panel on that. Um, I, I don't I don't remember her doing a lot of hilarious stuff on Saturday Night Live. But then again, I was 11. Um, yeah. She was superfluously in uh, Pulp Fiction, too, right? For she like, was in Pulp Fiction? I don't know, but yeah. She I don't, was I don't in know. one scene where she didn't say a word. With <laughs> the wolf, yeah. You remember? I don't, huh? With the wolf. With Harvey, yeah. with Harvey Keitel's Harvey character? Harvey Keitel's character, yeah. Well, they're just friends in real life, right? I guess. I think so. Can you he get was, in there with him? He was dipping in the swing for a little while. Oh, no, <laughs> sure, yeah. Shooting this movie, come down, you're going to be in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Come on. <laughs> Let me get him on the phone. Phew. I'm bringing my bitch. <laughs> give her a nice, give her a nice, the give her a nice part. Me. I want her in the shot with me to make sure she's not making out with your DP. This movie <laughs> sounds violent. She has a history of making out with directors of photography. Yeah. She's well known for that. If they if they can put it, if they can frame something well, yeah. she's on board <laughs> for the smooth yeah. Rooney's. Um, <laughs> Smoocheroonies. Wow, yeah. that's what that was a Sweenerism. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have uh, Dave Willis and Dana Snyder here with us. It's Jordan Jesse Go. We'll be back in just a second with more. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Oh, these two guys with us. Just as good as it gets, huh? Sure. Dave Willis and Dana Snyder. Yes. You, can't, you couldn't ask for more. You well, could yeah, not you could. ask you, for you, more. You, you, you could ask more. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. We could, but then we'd be a couple of fucking assholes. <laughs> Only a couple so. of fucking assholes would ask for more. Yeah. No, there's no doubt about that. But Derek, please give us more. Uh, <laughs> But just, we would like more. Just a little more. Yeah. <laughs> just a little bit. Uh, among the, they're among the stars of the television program Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may have heard of a little show called Squid Bill. He's also on the Cartoon Network Adult Swim. Sure. Yeah, they got a hand in that. I'm glad that, you, I'm glad that you know that it's Cartoon Network and not Comedy, comedy, comedy Network. Comedy Central. <laughs> or Comedy Central. <laughs> Does people, or, do people make that people mistake? Or, or South Park. Yeah. <laughs> have yeah. people been misattributing? Uh, yeah, we, we we had a radio that happens all the time, actually. Yeah, thing this morning that was much like that. Yeah, there's this world. Did they ask you to weigh in on the Trey Parker and Matt Stone controversy? Uh, they were asking similar questions. No, worse. They didn't. They didn't know what that controversy was. They were like asking you about Tiger Woods. Well, they asked. Yeah, <laughs> right. Of course. No, they they no they asked. What is does Meatwad like South Park? <laughs> And finally, I'm just like. Oh, they just wanted you. To I do would this. really like to throw it back to Dave. If that would be okay yeah. with everyone. It's it's six thirty in the morning, and I just I just didn't feel so great. But they were they were nice though. Sure. Oh yeah, they were very nice. But yeah. most of their 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 plan was just to kind of prompt you to do the voices. I think so. Okay. Yes, and that that's always just the this terrible awkward thing where it's like, yeah. well, I don't know if he's in the room. 
Carl, are you in the room? Shake. <laughs> Hold on, everybody. Let's see if he's. You know what? He's in the bathroom. And he's going to be there for a while. He's why don't we talk in to the bathroom right yeah. now? He's not going to be back. Why don't for a we? Why don't while. we deal with the particulars of where they can go at Ticketmaster to actually go see the show? Yeah. Mm. I I think that um, uh, the morning radio host, uh, <clears throat> it, it, the skill that they perfect is an ability to uh, achieve this kind of mental flow. Um, yeah, like like the book, like that book flow, like a perfect clarity. Like when, you know, Pele is tr- about to kick a you yeah, know, yeah. bending ball past the goalie or Roger Clemens is going to burn one in on the outside corner or something like that. They achieve this perfect flow in their mind, this perfect river of words um, that are completely unencumbered by uh, content, going on thought, <laughs> yeah. or, or, yeah. other th- or things happening around them. Well, I, re- I remember uh, when we did a couple years ago... We did the Adam Carolla show and Danny Bonaducci. Oh yeah, was like <clears throat> I, I, it's just like a spackling, just a, a yeah. vocal spackling over any possible crazy, dead air yeah. bubble that so could possibly sitting, pop yeah. up. I, I guess we should. Uh, I guess uh, maybe as 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 uh, somebody who listened to that show, uh, Adam Carolla before he went podcast was on morning radio out here in L.A. Yeah. and in this weird little pocket, they thought Danny Bonaducci of the Partridge would like family the would be a good guy co-host or yeah. something. Celebrity they, steroid yeah. user Danny Bonaduce. Yeah, sure. yeah you Famous can tell there, there was an uneasy marriage in that uh, oh, yeah. situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and they were. I mean, all four of them in there were like they were all just on their computers and updating their Facebook, like why they're talking about whatever else. So, like you know, Danny Bonaduce would just be answering Facebook and be like, "Yeah, yeah, guys go down there all the time." I, you know, I went down there twenty years ago. I was only just looking for blow. The guy like on the thing has to <laughs> like all the crazy sound effect guy is going, and he's just like in his own thing that I'm sure he's just like kill me, kill me. Now. Was there okay? Can I ask you guys this? Was there a screen, a giant screen? Because we went on the Corolla program and something that I his had podcast, sort of, his non, his, his podcast non. show, and we're both we're both great admirers and fans of Adam Corolla. I think he's a very brilliant yeah. and, and hilarious guy. Um, but something that I sort of heard people, guests on the show, refer to that I hadn't really wrapped my mind around until we sat down in there is that in his studio, there's a giant big screen TV on the wall or mid-sized big screen TV on the wall. And whenever someone says something about something, someone in the control booth, I don't know who's in charge of it, makes that, a picture of that thing show up on the giant TV. Like if they were saying about a billboard or or a, yeah, like these new shoes came out, they like would just I feel like, find it and put it up on there. Yeah, like I feel like at one point I was uh, jokingly saying the names of NFL kickers, um, and all of a sudden, just like a picture of Mike Kofer would appear on the wall, <laughs> like just a, um, it just like somebody went on Google and typed in Mike Kofer, and I don't know what that's for exactly. Uh, Maybe they have a video element to their podcasts. And that's the live feed that, like, you know, you can have just a picture come up and sure. change. Yeah. That's probably guy. it. For the enhanced podcast. Yeah. Here's a picture of Mike Kofer we found that's on right. the internet. If you pay the premium. Yeah, right. That's for, for premium level. It gold was spectacular. Level. Okay, I want to talk, talk briefly about this um, billboard that I saw the other day. Mm-hmm. This is, this is uh, you know, this is obviously, speaking of contentless uh, programs, <laughs> um, I saw this billboard and became completely obsessed with it. 
Uh, it's in Highland Park, California, across the street from uh, Huaraches Azteca. Mm-hmm. It's a great place to get a Huarache, which is a like a kind of a, a football-shaped uh, extra-thick taco. Gross. Uh, okay. Sounds terrible. <laughs> it's wow. great. It's Fo- fantastic. It's fantastic. Extra-thick, football-shaped. Football-themed yeah. taco. <laughs> and that's how it comes out, looking exactly like it's that, for, too. It's for kids' birthday parties. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Real foot, football six, flavor. Six-foot party taco. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So uh, here, here is this uh, this billboard I saw, and it number one, I was sort of surprised to see a billboard for Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. Uh, seems like an odd thing to have a billboard for. Yeah. Seems like sort of the premise of having a billboard is that I mean, the premise of Girl Scout cookies is a Girl Scout brings them to you, right? Yeah, they yeah. Tell you're supposed to be outside of a store or. Uh... Knocking door to door, and that's and that's I mean that's one of the things they tell the Girl Scouts in the orientation is you guys are our living billboards. Yeah. So right. to have a billboard, it seems like you're undercutting part sure, of the Girl Scout dead billboard. Do they have a website with a PayPal setup or anything like that? That's think, the thing. They don't. You cannot buy them online. Uh, you're you're not allowed to buy them online. So there's really like no. But if you're gonna have the billboard, you may as well. Have the website, right? Exactly. And there's no call to action here. That's the yeah. the thing is, is there's no way to say, just buy some cookies now because you either know a Girl Scout or you don't know a Girl Scout. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's no in-betweeny world where you can just call the Girl Scout, you know, distribution hotline and say, send out a Girl Scout. I'd I like need, to buy some Girl Scout some cookies. cookies here. I guess, I guess, I mean, I guess there's the, you know, there's the door-to-door, there's the... Uh, my boss's kid comes around, which is how I get my Girl Scout right, cookies. Right, sure. Um, but I mean, there's also like the supermarkets and like yeah. the the indie bookstores have a, Girl Scouts. I got, out. Do I they got really? hit up at uh-huh. the Do It Center? Okay, outside the Burbank Do It Center one day. Sure, but they but they the it's like a table outside. It's not yeah, actually so sold the, in the store. No, no. I guess that what the billboard is just priming you for. It's hey, time, gang. When you see them, get your cookie money. Right yeah, now. yeah, right. Always have cash on you. If you see a girl in a green vest. She's got some cookies on. Her. <laughs> right. So here, here's she's not some money. sort of crossing guard. That's right. Yeah. Here's what here's what's on the billboard. Top left, it says Girl Scout cookies, which is great. <laughs> Got to get the name of the product out the there. It's fantastic. That's a fine example yeah. of text. Bottom bottom right, there's two pictures of two boxes of Girl Scout cookies. Looks like uh, green. That'll be a thin mint, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. And purple. What's that, a Samoa? Probably a Samoa. Well, that's the coconut. That's the one with the stripes. Yeah, yeah the Chocolate co- coconut the roundies, yeah. Okay, so. Roundies. Roundies. And in the, upper right, in the upper right-hand corner, it's got the Girl Scouts logo and the, the website of Girl Scouts of Los Angeles. Everything okay. so far perfectly kosher right is just a great filler for when you haven't sold your billboard you just say hey girl scouts want to put, put it on a picture okay the text in the center the slogan is want a box text your zip <laughs> and your is spelled you are and it's in kind of a fun like kids oriented like kid yeah it's it. in like a fun like one of these young girls wrote wrote down want a box exactly text your zip exactly and there's a word bubble coming out of one of the girls' mouth that says, remember, don't kidnap us. Right. <laughs> We're not for kidnapping anymore. <laughs> just, uh, just buy cookies from us. So the call to action here, you know, normally it would be buy some Girl Scout cookies. In this case, the call to action is text your zip. Okay. Uh, now, I, I'm, I don't know what that accomplishes, but we can get into that in a second. 
Underneath text your zip is an email address. Okay. <laughs> so there is no, there's no number to text to. It's not like text GS Cooks. Yeah. Or something like yes. that. Cooks. <laughs> text your zip to GS Cooks. Oh, yeah. Cooks. There's, I see what you're There's no. They're asking me to send a text message to an email address. So that's the first <laughs> issue. <laughs> You know, there's some tottering old woman who's the head of the Girl Scouts. We need to, to be modern and bring it up for everyone. I want texting and emails. Yeah. And let's put some of those phones in here. <laughs> and by all means, spell your you, you are. Okay. Like the old days. So here's the thing. It just says Bieber yeah. on the billboard somewhere. If that was all that just was wrong with this billboard, it would be an unusual billboard. There's also a picture of a Girl Scout. She's got her hand extended like, yeah. You know what I mean? That kind of <laughs> extension like, oh, yeah. Um, and so, I'm aware of that brand of extension. Yes, yeah. we all know. And you can the see. classic oh, yeah extension. You can see from her happy facial expression that she just got an order for a box of uh, Girl Scout cookies. I'm going to say. 400 orders. <laughs> yeah. She's fucking stoked about it. Highland Park is big Girl Scout yeah. country. That's right. Tabby, um, I just brought So she just gotten a work. text on her email device. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. On her um, email device. In the, you know, it's or funny. email that, machine. It's funny that you should mention that, Dave. Uh, it appears that she just got the uh, text via email on her regular iPod. Her music playing iPod. Oh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. How do we know it's her regular music playing iPod? You know, you think the Girl Scouts may have a secret iPod that receives emails and text messages? Well, I mean, maybe it's the iPhone. iPhone looks like no, the iPod, right? The There's iPhone a, does not look like the iPod. See, There's see. a wheel. It has a small. You're holding it's all got the, a wheel and a small and a small screen. It's clearly an iPod. Oh yeah, that clearly That's, is an iPod. Clearly, this that is, is a, very clearly an iPod. This is clearly a stock photograph oh. Oh, of yeah. that they have. They have somehow yeah. photoshopped in someone's zip code or something like that yeah. onto the screen of an iPod and then maybe photoshopped a green vest on top of a stock photograph girl. It's probably from the 80s. It was probably like a Walkman. <laughs> yeah. Just painted black and put a screen on it. It's a- yeah, and this billboard also, the way you were describing it is way better than this billboard is. <laughs> You didn't mention that the entire background color they chose as a background color. What would you do? What, what is it when you think of Girl Scouts? What color do you think of? A uh, green. Green, right. What's the back color of this? Flesh. <laughs> like salmon, old salmon flesh color. Sure. Well, if Very you, unappealing. If you think about, I mean, if you think about, for example, what, what do you associate with the Girl Scouts? Merit badges, of course. You get merit badges for things like uh, various home economics things, yeah. right? Where is like the design layout? Baking. Uh, certainly, you get a get one for camping, uh, camping and you get one for flaying. Maybe which is gi- why they use the flesh color. Maybe they're yeah, giving exactly. out one for yeah marketing now. Yeah, I'll tell you what. <laughs> right. Plus, there's about 17 different styles of fonts on that on that billboard. That's so that many is one fonts. Of the and there's just some <laughs> random pieces of clip art. There's a shark at a birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's one of those fishes tipping its hat. Sure. Yeah. The moon making out with a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> a paperclip on a skateboard. Yeah. Brought to you by Print Shop Deluxe. Just everything. <laughs> it has those. It has those little uh, holes along the edge, like it came out of one of those, <laughs> one of those continuous like print printers. Yeah. yeah. Like you know they were matrix. Like, oh, 
we had our our contest for the best, best Girl Scouts every across the nation. We're going to design the billboard. I can't believe this is the fucking best one. That day. <laughs> it's the only one with no swearing. Are we teaching these girls nothing? <laughs> Can we get out of this? Yeah, there, there's got to be no. Something the right. contest. We no, have to put it up. States. We have to put it up. All right. I, I you know think... what? Let's just put it up in Hyde Park once. I Let's think... just do one of these. I think the really the amazing part of this. <laughs> is not so much that they got little things wrong about technology, that they thought you could send a text message to an email address or receive an email or text message on an iPod. It's that they knew about all this stuff in 1987 when they designed this billboard. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That's exactly it. It's like a, it's like a, like a, a Nostradamus <laughs> prediction from <laughs> that they People kind call of this were crazy. Right. Like, yeah. A yeah. Well, man well, with a blue turban will cause a war. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Well, like, maybe that yeah, billboard will be popping yeah. up in 2014. Yeah. There will be a great quake. Yeah, that's right. right. When they had the divining badge, <laughs> which girls their eyes would roll back and just start writing out billboards that they need to put up in ten or fifteen years. <laughs> <laughs> Texting, <laughs> some kind of electronic address I would for say, correspondence. It seems entirely possible to me, Dana, <laughs> that there was a whole class of there was a whole class of Girl Scout badges based on marginal performance forms and uh, oh, yeah. various pseudoscience, pseudo magic. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's the alchemy badge, the phrenology yeah, badge, phrenology very popular. Badge. There was the living on an air diet badge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There was the uh, mostly Victorian stuff. There was yeah. the putting a bell on top of a gravestone <laughs> with a string that goes down into the coffin yeah. so nobody gets buried alive. You had to badge. go through and make sure no one was buried alive. That's how you got the badge. <laughs> and finally. Make your own fainting couch. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. (laughs) It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Uh, Dave Willis. And I'm Dana Snyder, America's sweetheart. Overall, regular yeah. sweetheart. You're the you story. guys can make up nicknames. I don't think we made we. Yeah, we didn't. Make, we forgot to sorry. mention if that you in want the last to. segment. You don't uh, have to. We don't ask that you do, but we do want to say that Kurt Anderson, the esteemed uh, novelist, uh, former uh, co founder of Spy Magazine and host of Public Radio International Studio 360, uh, came up with Explodo. Whoa. So um, we want you to know that you know not to put pressure on you. The bar is very high. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, after our last segment. I was going to say I, maybe I could, I could uh, say as of America's sweetest alchemist. Oh yeah, yeah. I Absolutely. like that. Uh, turning lead to gold. Sweetest, sure. I was going to go. And yeah. you're a rosy disposition. Turning yeah. lead to cupcakes. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> to pure cane sugar. To organic cane cupcakes. sugar. I was just going to go with American Express card holder, but <laughs> I had some issues with those people this morning. That's but now, true. Uh, or, no. or former former American Express card yeah. client. Oh my uh, god! Their 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 heralded customer service let you down. It's hard to explain to a corporation. Well, I let myself down, and this speaks. Yeah. Well, can I say this that this speaks volumes for how terrible I am? They were like, "What's your mother's birthday?" And I was like. You know what? I really don't know that. <laughs> Which 
It's terrible. I, terrible. Wow. I thought they were asking. I like, said it's what around. Was the last charge? It's, it's in April ish. I know. It was like last week. <laughs> What's the next question? <laughs> I thought you were going to say maybe that you let yourself down in that they approved a charge for seven devil's food cakes. <laughs> no. Oh, well, right, right. Yeah, when I when I when I fed my um, my sadness and depression last night, and yeah. I didn't have cash. Yeah. Uh, right. No. Here's your cake, sir. They have some kind. If you get the, seven, if you, if you get, get a high yeah. enough, uh, let's get the minimum charge here. How many more do I need to get the five dollar charge? You got six. You need twelve more. If you get a high enough level of uh, American Express card, they actually have a shame food concierge. Oh yeah, this well, is that something comes that with the black card, the black card. Uh, it was it was originally uh, an innovation that uh, Oprah Winfrey suggested to yeah. them. So you want to de- use your demanded. Yeah. Use your devil dog points yeah. to <laughs> I want those cookies. <laughs> um, right, Oprah, I'm so sorry. Uh this this weekend this past weekend was my birthday. Oh, and by the way, I want to thank some um uh we talked we talked about Chompers 2 last week and one more thank you for Chompers 2 here. The the amazing talking pig. I listened to and I we're going to save this for, this on the air for our big extravaganza live show on May 28th. But I listened to the actual sound that Chompers 2 makes. Uh, uh, the gentleman, uh, Sneedjglau, I don't really know how it's pronounced, wow. who created... Oh, that's a nickname. Who created Chompers 2, built in some kind of circuit system so that when you pull him along, he makes the sound of me doing the sound of Chompers. Wow. The original Chompers, which is pretty amazing. That's so thorough. Thanks to him, but I also want to thank a sort of little consortium of listeners uh, decided to uh, honor my birthday by, and, and just sort of as a general pick-me-up, since, since we've had some trials and tribulations over the past month or so, uh, they sent me uh, some caffeine-free Dr. Peppers. They sent me uh, like four or five cases of caffeine-free Dr. Peppers via mail order. Hey! Which you wow. can't get here in Los Angeles. They knew I was a lover of Dr. Pepper, but I can't, uh, can't Why drink Why can't you the get caffeine. that in Los Angeles? It's, uh, it's only offered in places where Dr. Pepper is particularly popular. And you, uh, because sodas Weird. are sodas have regional bottlers. Yeah, they're, they're they have distributors who have exclusive license. So if you're in a place where Dr Pepper is not super popular, um, there's not enough like call LA. for them to make it. Like Los Angeles, where no one lives. If you're in Texas, they have it everywhere. <laughs> apparently, yeah. uh, you got every what, what, kind of Dr Yeah, Pepper what does Atlanta have? Do they have some sort? Atlanta's of, uh, Coca-Cola country. It's, yeah, that's, it is. Oh, right, right, right. And a Coke. Yeah, a Coke. Could mean anything. Could yeah. Mean, yeah, Coke is a catch-all That's name like for 14 too, other say, beverages. I'll have a Coke, and they say, well, what would you like? I take it personally when they just have Pepsi. You know, it's like, yeah. well, why, why would you? <laughs> you just knock it out of their hands when yeah, they bring it. exactly. <laughs> what you is guys, this? I feel like Slam it to the floor. I will say yeah. this, though. I think the dumbing down of America has resulted in every fast food restaurant no longer knows how to properly install the Coke and carbonation systems. They all, <laughs> they all taste weird and bizarre and that's that's sort of the the best we get for regional flavor over like like yeah. n- now the the countryside is homogenous but you your coke tastes different mix. regardless where yeah. cuz sometimes there go. was a little bit of country time lemonade left in the tube system that goes to the spout <laughs> so that first burst is of country time lemonade and the rest is coca-cola and that's how lemon coke was made yeah sure. originally originally so it was my birthday i went to um, palm springs uh, California, which is uh, a beautiful place uh, full of uh, 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 
mooks and homosexuals. <laughs> um, sort of the two primary. There's some old people also. Old weirdos. It's I've never seen a more demo of crazy gay dudes. I've never been to a more demographically yeah. specific place. Yeah. Like there are really there are those three groups of people, mooks, mouth breathing mooks, uh uh homosexuals from Los Angeles Come to, and coming to and nude resorts. Elderly people. What yeah. kind of mouth breathing mooks? I mean like tourists like or crazy. like no the craziest people in Palm Springs are the people who live there and were born there and they like live on the <laughs> outskirts of the main strip, but they're just these old creepy fucking desert rats who like <laughs> there's like two bars on the main street where they go and on all like the all the uh, homosexual males go to the other ones but i mean we we went there my friend was doing a show there and we went to go see it and like we went to this place and we were hanging out with these like sort of local people and they were they were very nice but they were unfucking believable and like a car sped up and sort of just stopped at one place, and some guy was like, "Hello, that guy's back! Go, go, get him!" <laughs> like just eight guys get out of the bar and hop in the back of this guy's truck, and it just Where tears you, up. I mean, you speak that guy's back. You speak a oh, you speak a mook like a native. It's uh, amazing. Your accent is nearly study. Perfect. I study. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm a surprised. scholar. I can Did really you? hear the meth. <laughs> I like. I can hear it in your voice. Yeah, I mean, I, it, I. It's funny because you can you can almost you can distinguish between the curved brim of the backwards baseball hat and the flat brim of oh, the yeah, backwards right. baseball hat, <laughs> and you really hit those two. You hit those two. You're, you hear, yeah. clearly hit those notes. Did you no. do one of the State Department uh, language courses? No, no. But I was a census taker and. Palm um, Springs for years. So I gotcha. I, now yeah. I understand that completely. And you, and of course, Palm Springs has that supplemental that says right. "elderly mook right. homosexual what man." <laughs> yeah, um, old ass, gay ass, <laughs> crazy ass. <laughs> Check one. Check all that apply. Yeah. Sure. Well, I'm an old gay crazy ass. <laughs> now you don't have to answer these questions, but are you? So I'm going to put the form in my <laughs> mouth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to eat it and deliver it out in ten years. <laughs> I um I stayed in a hotel in Palm Springs called the Ace Hotel. There's one of these in Portland, oh. and one, a new one in New uh, York. Yeah, I think. yeah. I've stayed in that Portland Ace, one. It's just, that's the one just I stayed fantastic. At. Yeah. I went, that's where we walked by yesterday. Mm-hmm. I showed yep. you. It's a great place. It was re- it was it was quite nice. Um, and uh, it, it had some odd features to it. First of all, the one in Palm Springs is a converted motel, so okay. it was used to be a big motel. So it's sort of like um, it, it's it's weird because it's not kitschy. Uh, but it did used to be a motel. And it did used to be kitschy. Probably. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. And yeah. The, I think the, probably the two weirdest things, there, there were two pools. There was a pool, a kid's pool, and then there was an adult's pool. A screwing pool. And the, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sure. It's it's for they, same and, depth. Yeah. And oh, is it deep? No. I no, was surprised. Just... I was surprised to see. I, I expected, given that it was the Ace Hotel, I expected to be uncomfortable at the level of sort of uh, cool kid going on, uh, but I was shocked to learn that apparently, just in Palm Springs, uh, even that thing that is so specifically targeted to that demographic—the affluent person in their late twenties—I I guess, I guess who wears to, tight to, pants. Yeah, I guess to explain, the Ace Hotel is a hotel as directed by Wes Anderson. Yeah, yeah. I, I, exactly. And um, uh, uh, yeah, all the room, the room I did, I. I think every room has a record player you call down and the guy will come up and put a needle in it and down in the lobby there's 
just shelves of records that you can sure, take yeah, your yeah. LPs up and listen to every night. Hey, my room That's had a neat. camping themed. It has like a wash basin and a bedroll. And uh. Uh, <laughs> the the one in Palm Springs where I stayed was um, it was very uh, I think you know it was it was trying to have a sort of a contemporary version of a Palm Springs modern aesthetic, sort okay. of a nineteen circa nineteen sixty modern. It had polished concrete floors and that kind of thing. Yeah. But the weird element of this whole, and it was not, it was perfectly pleasant. I, you know, saying it week, we, it was not expensive for us to stay there, and uh, relative to other fancy things, and uh, it was nice. It was a nice place. But the weird thing that they had that I couldn't wrap my head around was not the record player. Uh, you know that, and we didn't have some a lending library. There was just a, like a Righteous Brothers LP, oh. and like uh, <laughs> no wonder you didn't call for that uh, needle to be put in a hundred and one strings record. <laughs> yeah, right, the um, Montavani Orchestra. Yeah, and, but what was weird was the walls were covered in canvas. There were oh. literally canvas, basically tarpaulins uh, that had grommets on along the oh, edges. Okay. And they were they were on uh, covering the wall like just plain natural covered canvas as a full wall coloring, covering no decoration on these natural walls. canvas colored natural canvas colored. This is not and, a uh, this is not a we're not talking about navy blue. We're not talking about light blue. We're not talking about anything blue, green, red, yellow. Unbleached canvas, unbleached cotton. What? Um, so the big question is: Did you take it down and look behind it? Fuck. Fuck! That's where the treasure map is. Shit, 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 shit. I'm an idiot. Yes. Yes, I did. Yes. On my way back from Palm Springs, we stopped in Cabazone, California, which is the home of the Desert Hills Premium Outlets. Um, of course, premium. Yeah, yeah. By the way, go there and then go to the non-premium outlet. <laughs> yeah, you will shudder to think what they entail. The it, it, it's Cabazone, just a store where you get tetanus. Yeah. Cabazone, California, is also the home of the uh, dinosaurs from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah. What's the name of the diner? There's a diner in front. Uh, I can't. I can't. It's recall like the what wagon the wheel in called. or something. But the did you go in the diner? I didn't go in the diner. I didn't dine. Not into that kind of food. Um, I know. Little too. I, I would think I might enjoy it okay. if it was good. But oh, that's I w- good. Let me it put good? it to you this way. The waitress is in there because they have these big concrete dinosaurs behind. The waitress is in there. They wear like leopard or tiger skin you know shirts what? I did. with the belt. So they look like little cavemen with oh, the sleeves cut what? off. Do they have bones do, in their hair? As do the cooks. Like and It's really kind of subtle a little bit. Because you're in a diner, you think, oh, she's just wearing some really tacky, trashy shirt. <laughs> but then you notice even the cook behind is wearing, and he's, he looks like... And of uh, course, we all know that cavemen and dinosaurs didn't exist within millions of years of each other. <laughs> oh. And yet you would be proven wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they have this guy, a long time ago, he just built these dinosaurs. Right. With I mean, no agenda. There's a brontosaurus. <laughs> it's in the middle of nowhere, yeah. right? There's a brontosaurus that holds a gift shop inside, and then there is a tyrannosaurus, which is probably the more famous one from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Like, yeah. Are those also prominently featured in The Wizard? <laughs> I with, believe they are. With the, doesn't uh, he hides himself the in the mouth. autistic boy run away? Yeah, right, because that's the thing he keeps flashing on, right? But he's like, he, that's the yeah, thing he has, he like a, he has about. a postcard or something. He keeps that... autisming about Wait, it. Wait, am yeah. I mistaken in thinking that The Wizard is about Super Mario Brothers 3? <laughs> it was a, that big uh, video game yeah, contest it was the Nintendo they had movie. to play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
This but, is for, yeah. for, there's for, a for, sub for Jesse. With... Uh, uh, this is about Fred Savage. He's got an autistic brother who wants nothing more than to visit the dinosaurs from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Okay. He's also a Nintendo savant, and to get there to the dinosaurs, they win a series of Nintendo challenges, uh, culminating in. Uh, a big one. The big one. The big, the one. big one. The big one. At Universal Studios. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Uh, but these dinosaurs, they were built, a couple of them, they were built like in, I don't know, the 40s or 50s. And again, with no agenda. For no, no agenda. Just for fun. Like, this is not exactly an agenda. What you, yeah, exactly driven. what you want from a roadside attraction. Some crazy old guy who was stuck out in the desert and said, hey... I got 2.5 million pounds of cement. Why don't I make you some dinosaurs? <laughs> Boy, then and everybody by, will stop here. He probably, and by you, I mean you, the ghosts yeah. that live in my attic. Ew. To the be voices. fair, he probably the called voice. them dinosaurs. Yeah, of course. <laughs> the dinosaurs. <laughs> and so, but what's happened over the past couple of years? After, I, I went there two years ago or a year ago, I guess, and you, we were talking about this. They, there have been people who have bought it from the people who own those dinosaurs. Yeah. And now it has become a creationist theme park. Really? And there is a little walk around. Those are the minimum of there's, you, there's a little walk around outside, a little, like a little cactus garden where you'll see, you do see the lion and the lamb sitting next to each other. Uh-huh. <laughs> but the best the, one is there's a part with like a Templar knight like this. And you walk in between him, so you're on one side, and he's got his arms stretched out, holding this sword. And on the other side of the path, there is a velociraptor about to pounce him. What? To prove to you that dinosaurs walked the earth with man. Wow. <laughs> so you're... Wait a minute. That's because, amazing. Or the, is the I wanna, raptor... I kind of want to get back to the fact that the guy built these dinosaurs, like, in the middle of the desert. I mean, <laughs> like, wouldn't it be sadder if he, like, actually thought... This will be a great place for people who rent it out for weddings. Dinosaurs. And, yeah, people who want to come out here and get married. <laughs> tell you, everybody, the dawn loves, of, everybody loves a dinosaur. <laughs> I'd want to get married inside a dinosaur. Hell, Martha, ain't nobody don't like a dinosaur. <laughs> Here's our reception That's hall. All I'm saying, Henry, is people like food. And you shut your face. <laughs> I'm building a dinosaur. <laughs> this triceratops opens Maybe up. Maybe a gas station. Would you shut your mouth? <laughs> Here's here's how it works, yeah. one. I'll build me some dinosaurs. You build me yeah. one of them food buildings yeah. you've been talking so much about, building. and we'll see which one makes more money. Yeah. And how far do you have to like commute to like work at this diner? No, <laughs> from the looks well, of them, they're Palm Springsians. To be frank, I think the people that work here are desert folk. Yeah, but you have to. These figure. guys, these guys have have their. These are they're like those. They're <laughs> the like those. Rats. They're like those meat moop guys from uh, Star Wars. <laughs> meat moop guys. <laughs> what are those? Guys? Are you talking about Jawas? That's yeah. clearly what oh, you're. Jawas. Oh, Jawas. Okay. No, I'm not talking to Jawas. Are those little guys? Though that is the meat moop guys. The little guys are the meat moop guys. I'm talking about the right. big guys Sand with people. the sticks that hit people. Oh yeah, right. You know that the stick rewind. guys. <laughs> sure, yeah. that guy after you. Those guys. I'm pretty sure yeah. that's who works there. Pretty much. <laughs> Wait, okay. You said they had so, a, they had a, Dana, when you I'm call sorry. this when you call this thing a theme park, I feel like you're overselling the grandiosity of this. Uh, well, by yeah, by a theme park I mean if you had like it's a like, small outbuilding <laughs> that you had two like sixty year old dinosaurs and then you scraped up enough money to but they'd have rides there. They had a ride that was like you, could you may sit. be conflating no, two no, things, no. Dana. No, no, no. You could sit on the dinosaur 
and like it moved a little bit. It was like basically okay. a, an elaborate. It was like one of those things you put a quarter into. It was like an elaborate version of, of one of those store. of the the rocking pony in front of the Walmart. Uh, I I think that it is a theme park. If you call it a theme park, we should be clear and say it's the kind of theme park that a mid-sized preschool might build in the yeah. backyard of their preschool yeah. building, and and designed by the designers of that Girl Scout billboard. <laughs> right. <laughs> Want to learn more about dinosaurs on Noah's Ark? Why not yeah. text us? Text the Bible <laughs> to the Bible. The crushing uh, what? The crushing disappointment <laughs> of the whole thing is that I, I don't think that they. It may be that when they built these museums into the dinosaurs, they changed the structure of the dinosaurs. But I kind of get the feeling that maybe Tim Burton used movie magic to suggest that what the dinosaurs essentially were was a viewing platform um, where Pee Wee could sit with Simone because oh, they they were outside on, on top of these dinosaurs, right? Yeah, no, they they went into like they. It was as though I, the big dinosaur scene before they get chased around by Bluto from Popeye, right? Is that there is that Pee Wee and Simone are sitting in sort of theater style seats, looking out of the mouth of uh. the Tyrannosaurus. And there was no, there's no looking Did out. Did you go into the mouth? I well, I don't know. I went into I went into the the Tyrannosaurus. But I, we weren't even allowed to go into the mouth. Oh, think. see, we went all the way up. Really? I have a photo in the mouth of the Tyrannosaurus with the teeth like behind a, us. But that's and... like a VIP thing. No, no, no. That's... No. Okay. You just have to say you were bathed in the blood and they let you right in. <laughs> <laughs> it was re- I was really sad because I didn't get – I had this – I was really excited to uh, – my favorite part of Pee-wee's Adventure is when Pee-wee says to Simone – uh, everyone I know has a big butt. Let's talk about your big butt. Yeah. And I thought, well, it would be fun to say that in my head while I sat in the special chair yeah. from the movie, but I, I couldn't I get into the chair. I chairs, but I think there was... I mean, I remember it was extremely rickety, and I do remember we had to sign a waiver that we were going up there in case anything <laughs> happened to us. <laughs> but it... Took nothing was more there, than just asking. Was there only <laughs> was there like one elevator that goes up and down like the same? Oh Louis no no Arch? no! Oh no no! It, this was nothing but a series of stairs, uh-huh. like very strange and rickety, and uh-huh. sort of circled around each other, and no lights. Like you, you just were not sure. Where, I, no child should ever go in that. I can tell you that much. No child. <laughs> and. It may be closed down by now because it there, there were times that looked like there are whole categories of people that aren't allowed in this thing: children, uh, Jews, Jews. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> mentally ill, yeah, uh, gypsies, m- mentally not ill, the Roma, uh, uh, <laughs> school board members in liberal communities, right. professional golfers. <laughs> Um, was, was was the night added after the fact, or the dinosaurs were there before the night? No, 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 the night. Was added far after the fact. Okay, but what by they, a different what these, group. What this group that bought the by bought the two existing dinosaurs. There were only two. They then built all these other smaller dinosaurs around to complement the style of. <laughs> yeah, except like we're talking like the st- and the style of these two things, right? We're talking like put one of the dinosaurs, put two of the dinosaurs from the Flintstones into Jurassic Park, and that's about how good the styles <laughs> melded with each other. They they were they just looked like the, the old ones look I mean like like some crazy guy ones, made them by hand. They're yeah. kind of they kind of have a they sort of have a fifty seven Chevy quality yes, to them. Yes, they're kind of big big fenders. Yeah, these new ones are like all airbrushed. And no, sh- sure, realistically yeah, I'm sure, colored. I'm sure they and... found some great place that does models outside of Hollywood. Yeah, 
We'll be back in just a second with more on Jordan Jesse Go. Jordan Jesse Go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Dave Willis, former American Express card client. Dana Snyder, American Idol voter. <laughs> a uh, member good. of the voting public. Where are you guys? Um, uh, where are you guys headed after Los Angeles? You, this is where you're. We're like. A third of the way through the tour, is that uh, the deal? Yeah, that's probably something fair. like that. Maybe yeah, a little bit a third. less. We got to go to Minneapolis uh, yeah. tomorrow. Things will be much better after, t- easier after tomorrow because we have a, the tour bus starting tomorrow. Oh, we really? had a large leap oh. from L.A. to Minneapolis, but once we get there, we have the tour bus, which means not dragging everything up to a hotel, and then before the night is over, having to repack it. Are you guys going to be sleeping on the bus? I guess Sometimes. so. Yeah. Like rock stars. Sometimes we sleep. If we have more than a day, then you sleep. Then you sleep at a hotel. But otherwise, you, I'm more concerned sleep. about the fact that we're not allowed to shit on the bus. Oh my! <laughs> number one, laid number down. one rule. Uh, That's horrible. I have a very spastic anus. And, uh, <laughs> I, I, I tell you, anything what. will just send me off, send me off. <laughs> I, I can. I might go through six or seven number twos over the course of a day and. We're I've seen him get turned off by over. eating gummy bears. I mean, yeah. <laughs> he means anything. A block of cheese will but just he, shoot right through but me. But then he does amazingly... <laughs> Unchanged. Yeah. Unchanged. It he, looks exactly the same. He complains about this, but then he'll do amazingly, in my opinion, stupid things, like eat a four-pound salt and pepper Dungeness crab in Chinatown. Well, I got about then, a 24-block walk back to the hotel. <laughs> Let me uh, get going. Well, um, yeah, I'll why. just have the venti coffee with sure. that. Just a quick dungeness. Yeah. And then... I'm just going to... Don't mind me. I'm going to have to eat this as fast as possible. I'm just... I mean, why would they even have a bathroom if you can't use it? That's so, what I'm Oh, God. About. So that's, you that's can almost use like it. a taunt. It's, it's like, for number one. Yeah. Oh, it's for number one. That's yeah. right. Wow. Okay. Is your, are you guys' faces painted on the side of the bus? No. No. No, no, this is the budget tour. This gets okay. set up. This gets set up in about three weeks. So Tim and Eric are on the side of the bus. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. We got Good. the Tim sure, and Eric sure. bus. Well, half but, uh, of it's faded away, and the other half is metal Metalocalypse, <laughs> right? Exactly. No, we we were like, yeah, it was Fugazi style on the on the way down the West Coast. Nice. Yeah, at the last minute, we were booking ourselves on flights because <laughs> okay. it was otherwise it was like we had a minivan with smaller than I used to. Sure. Uh, to uh, transport my two little children, and now we have like a group of six schlubs and yeah. a bunch of equipment. You guys are covering some serious territories: Minneapolis, then Madison, Detroit, Chicago, Columbus, Buffalo, Burlington, Philadelphia, Boston, New York, Falls Church, Virginia, of course, Charlotte, North Carolina, and then back to Atlanta. That is a that's a monster tour. That's yeah. a, that's no joke. Yeah, excited about it. Very monstrous for having not known about it. A yeah. month ago. For having it not existed <laughs> yeah. four weeks earlier. Wow. Right. Have you guys actually have you guys ever toured anything before? Have you ever gone on tour before in any capacity? No, no, no. I mean we did we did a couple shows in Washington uh, where in Austin last year. Two in Austin and two in Chicago. And they went great, so but we that were thinking we could do it. But uh yeah, this has been a quick Now we Amazing. know we can't. Yeah. My well, wife yeah. has been on tour. She was in a Broadway tour. A couple of so she was. She's Julia Sweeney. We've right. established this. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, my one woman show. You're married to BB Newworth, right? That's right. Now, yes. <laughs> yeah. BB, I love you. You're a dream. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Um, oh, well, great. guys, I, I I I hate to I hate to see you go, but it's I guess it's you, you guys have to hit the road. You've got to talk to uh, Chompers and the Fish. That's right. Yeah, Doctor and the and the Sizzler. Uh, <laughs> Doctor Squeeze and the player, Jimmy and the Clown is at uh, two and two thirty. Bobo in the morning, yeah. Stink Finger in the Master yeah. Race. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Stupid Donnie. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, yeah. um, if you have thoughts about the show, uh, you want to call in with a momentous occasion or whatever. Two zero six nine eight four four fun is the number to call. Stink Finger in the Master Race. <laughs> <laughs> World's least. Popular drive time yeah. combo. It's more. It's, it's more on like ham radio. It's yeah, not. Yeah, right. uh, shortwave. It's, it's like short a shortwave show. Big with truckers. Yeah. Nah, I know you what can, you mean. Stink finger. You can email us at jjgo at maximumfun.org. Before we go, Jordan, I want to mention that I just opened uh, the 2010 maximumfun.org T-shirt contest. Uh, this is the first year that we will be accepting Jordan Jesse Go T-shirts. So. We're going to make a Stop Podcasting Yourself a Jordan Jesse Go t-shirt and a Sound of Young America t-shirt. So uh, all the information on how to uh, send in your designs is on the website at MaximumFun.org. And just you can look. There's a thread for it on the forum, uh, in the shows forum on MaximumFun.org. Uh, send, in those, send in those bad boys. Uh, we're accepting them until the uh, eve of Max FunCon, which is uh, May 6th. Yes. If I believe, if I'm not mistaken. And of course, we're gearing up for the biggest show of our lives on May 28th. Yes. This is going to be a live, you guys are doing a tour, but I'm, I think this is going to trump that. <laughs> no doubt about it, actually. Um, we're going to do. We don't doubt it either. <laughs> we're going to do an eight hour show uh, from Meltdown Comics right here in Los Angeles on May 28th, the last day of the Maximum Fun Drive, uh, our fundraising From Meltdown, drive. you're doing it? We're doing it from Meltdown Comics. Well, that's great. Do you live here in Los Angeles? I do. You? Thanks for asking. <laughs> I didn't. I, I was wondering about that. You also, you're a, you're a podcaster as well, I think I remembered, and you do a show with our friend Ken Plume. Is that correct? <laughs> Ken Plume. Yes. Ken Plume, the one of the most one of the most charming and delightful and singular gentlemen in all of America. I couldn't say it better myself. <laughs> just a delightful young man just That's right. Just does his thing. He, Ken Plume just yes, Ken Plumes, you know what I mean? That's right. You really like that guy. Plumey. R- really good fella. Um, uh, we're doing this 8-hour show. We're going to have like 15 guests and uh, breaking news guys. I just got an email from Edie McClurg's publicist. She's in. Don't know who that is. Perfect. Don't know who that is. Uh, Edie McClurg, uh, secretary on, on Ferris, uh, Bueller? Ferris Bueller. Oh, is that who that yeah. is? great. Yeah. Does a voice on The Simpsons, if yeah. I'm not Fantastic. mistaken. She's um, all over the place. Sure. She's done many, many things. Well, the great, hundreds of movies. The great Edie McClurg. Somebody emailed me and said, do you want to have Edie McClurg on the show? And I'm like, well, hey, yeah. Yes, I do. We're doing a live show, yeah. and she should yes, come by. I would like yeah. to have Edie McClurg <laughs> stop by. Um, we've got all kinds of amazing shit happening, and it's not just live. We're also going to be streaming it on the web, and uh, it'll be, like I said, the grand finale of our uh, pledge drive. We have a very ambitious pledge drive, so I hope everybody will t- tune in on May 28th. Thank you guys so much for coming by. It was yeah. so fun to have you here. Uh, it was our pleasure. Yeah, thanks for having us. Um, we'll be back next time on Jordan Jesse Go. Bye. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.